Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar host, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by Line Star App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star MLB and at the Line Star app. And uh, make sure you check myself out of VD Entrick and my wonderful co host, Bogman at Bogman Sports. And I just got to give him the mic because he's going to make me keep laughing because he's shaking the heads of the Giants keep dominating the D backs right now. So, Bogman, how are we doing tonight? Yeah, I mean, it's just. I hate how much pep is in your voice right now. I just despise it. You know, uh, it's seven zip. It's in the ninth. Like the game is over. I, I am triple. I am so sick of this team already. I, I I would I would probably die if I was doing the Carl's Jr. bit this Uh-oh. year. So uh, it, it's uh, yeah. Brandon Belt's hurt at least. So there, there we yeah. go. A little less of a smile on Bubba's face. So that the reasoning doesn't make me feel good, but I am happy to see that smirk come off your face. But yeah. uh, you know, it, it it's been uh it's been a weird day. A lot of weird injuries happening, Bub. Uh none of our guys hitting home runs of uh, again, of course, but Jack Clarity finally got rocked. It was he had a bunch of quality starts in a row. He got rocked. Burns got pulled early. It was a strange one. How about how about old Dickie Mountain? With 13 strikeouts. Ooh. How about that? Big Dick Mountain looked real good. Uh, Scherzer looked good. Yeah, Burns got pulled early. Musgrove was even crazier because at least Burns was kind of getting hit. Musgrove got pulled before the fifth inning was over just because they had a little bit of problem. And he was dealing. He had 20 DK points at that point in time and got yanked. So that was a bit surprising. Uh, Tariq Skubal was your punt pitcher of choice. Yeah, nine uh, days. He looked outstanding again. You know, fading the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. Something to it. So uh, there's there's a reason we have a kind of strategy on fading certain teams. Does it work every night? No. Does it work way more often than not? Yes. So you just kind of keep going back to the well <laughs> on those scenarios, and we'll keep doing that throughout the season. As things change, we will change with it. But uh, should be another fun one. We have uh, nine games on tap for you on a Wednesday night. If you can go before we get into the slate, if you can go on iTunes, if you're prefer- listening to there or somewhere else, but go to iTunes because it's the only place you can really leave a rating and review with currency these days. So if you give a five-star rating review, we'd really, really appreciate it. Or if you'd like to watch the podcast, go to the Line Star YouTube page and subscribe. Give the thumbs up and share the podcast there. That would help out a ton. But there's a four-game, four or five-game early slate, depending on which site you're on. So keep that in mind. We're not going to discuss that today. We're going to stick to the nine-game main slate. But if you have any questions on that, that good old Line Star app, you can get in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Download that. It has projections. It has values. It has stack tools. Everything for every single slate, showdowns to everything that you can think of, plus the chat room. And trust me, these guys in the chat room, they play all the slates too. So if you have yeah. any questions, go jump in there and check it out. But we'll start off with the nine-game slate here. Cincinnati at Washington. We have um, Jeff Hoffman taking on Joe Ross over under of nine and a half. And I knew it would be a high total just based on the pitchers being thrown. Hoffman <laughs> 63 on DK, 64 on Fandle. Ross is 8K on DK with 62 on FanDuel. Um, this game on paper should be a massive offensive game, but it's on paper. So what do you think here, Bugs? Yeah, I mean, Hoffman, one quality start, 
four to six. Uh, his walk rate is crazy. It's uh, over. It's just at five per nine. Um, his last quality start was on April 16th. Uh, Ross is a landmine, right? He's got one start of 10 and runs, one start of eight, and everything else is two earned runs or less. So I'm going to avoid, like you said, I'm going to go ahead and stick to bats here. A lot of decent PVB data here. Josh Bell, four for six with a double. He went yard tonight, too. Uh, Soto, two for five with a double against uh, Hoffman here. Trey Turner, two for six with a couple runs against Hoffman. Then uh, we have Tucker Barnhart is four for four off of Ross. Three for five for Castellanos with a bomb. And there's hot hitters on both sides. Obviously, Winker still swinging it good. Uh, Zimmerman, Schwarber, and Harrison have all been pretty decent recently, too. So this is a bats game for sure, Bob. Yeah, very, very good one to go to. The Nats quiet against our buddy Molle after that great start he faced with the Giants. Kind of saw that one coming, though. That's baseball in a nutshell for you. But Mm -hmm. um, I definitely like going back to the Nats on this one, hopefully. Uh, some sour taste in people's mouths after the Tuesday night performance, but lots to like against Hoffman, as you mentioned. The shore bomb keeps shore bombing, and Bell Bell hit his home run off a lefty and Amir Garrett, so that was even more impressive coming from Josh Bell. But uh, the Reds, I mean, Amir Garrett has been horrific. True, so. fair, fair, fair. But uh, <laughs> Jesse Winker, I, I love Jesse Winker. He's expensive though, but I think he's still a great play pretty much anytime you can. Definitely a game to stack up, as you mentioned. Maybe see some nice value pop up, Luis Garcia. And a few others have been uh, starting to crack the Nats lineup with all the injuries they've had as well. All right. I highly doubt we have a total. We do. Wow. Toronto Blue Jays, New York Yankees, Alex Manoa making his debut from AAA, big-time pitching prospect for the Toronto Blue Jays against Domingo Herman. The over-under is 9.5 in this one as well. So lots of offensive mm. pro- uh, production possible on the East Coast. Man- uh, Manaya is 4,800. Uh, Manoa, sorry, is 4,800 on DK. Herman's 96 on DK, 9,000 on FanDuel. I'm just going to pass on the pitching here again, too, Bugs. Yeah, I kind of like Herman, right? But uh, three quality starts in a row, but Toronto has, you know, they, they can just blow it up at any point. So uh, I'm with you. Another game where this is kind of the opposite of yesterday when we had a rough time finding bats. Today, we're finding bats easy. A lot of PVB data here, too. Uh, obviously, all against Domingo Herman. Uh, two for five for Bo Bichette with a double and a bomb. Two for seven for Vladdy with a bomb and a double. Also, four for 11 for Simeon with two doubles. Three for 11 for Lourdes Gurriel. And there's been uh, hot bats on both sides. T. Oscar and Grichik have been hitting it well. Uh, Glaber Torres still cheap. And he's starting to pick it up again, 36 and 34. Uh, Aaron Judge, 56, 37. Your boy, Miguel Anduar, Bub, 28 and 21. So if he's in the lineup, he's a good buy. And Brett Gardner at 23 and 2000 has been hitting a little bit too. So uh, decent players here uh, as far as batters go. I'm not going to mess with the pitching, even though I do like Herman, not on this slate. I'm pretty excited to see what Manoa has. Uh, it's the Yankees. It's the Bronx. So I'm just going to fade it. He's 48. So I get it if you want to get weird. I'm just not going to go there on this slate. Yeah. I do like the Jays bats. So I went to him on uh, Tuesday against Kluber, super low owned. A lot of these guys were sub 2% owned on DraftKings. I'll go right back to that. Well, Vladito went deep. Lourdes Gurriel's homeward in back to back games. Grichik went deep. You can take advantage of Domingo Herman uh, from time to time. So go back to the well. That Gurriel at 3K price tag, that's going to start rising very, very quickly. So jump on that one while you can. Let's head to Boston here. The Atlanta Braves at the Boston Red Sox. Drew Smiley, Nick Pavetta, over under of 10 in this one. <laughs> um, I'm always a big fan of fading Smiley, 72 on DK, 8,000 on FanDuel. Pavetta's 87 and 78. Um, the Braves put up a nice six spot, I believe, on Tuesday. 
They're just a, they're a good offense, but a frustrating offense. Marcelo Zuno left with an injury, so you might get some cheap Adrianza. Dislocated two fingers. Two fingers, yeah, oh. nasty. Uh, Enciarte, so you can get some value there, but I'm pretty much on the bats in this one too, Boggs. Do you, have, do you like the pitchers at all? I mean, I like the pitchers, but once again, these are tough matchups. Three quality starts in a row for Smiley, but I don't want to throw him out there against Boston. And uh, Pavetta, three earned runs or less in seven of his nine starts, but once again, another tough matchup. So, yeah, it's all about bats here. You mentioned how Enciarte is going to play. He also has some good PVB data against Pavetta in his career, 11 for 25 with a triple, uh, hitting 440. Two for seven for Riley with a bomb, and he is white hot right now and not overly expensive, 4,3400. Uh, Freddie Freeman, 10 for 30 with a double, a triple, and a bomb against Pavetta, and Swanson, six for 24 with a bomb. Then, you know, Albies is hitting, Acuna is always hitting, uh, Guillermo Heredia is cheap and hitting, 28 23. Boston is also hitting, Bogarts, Devers. Uh, JD went double dong tonight, didn't he? Kike uh, Hernandez, Alex Verdugo. So, uh, this is another stack. Uh, you can probably stack either side of the lineup for these first three games. Yeah, you can definitely do either side. Uh, the only other guy I will mention here is um, Danny Santana from Boston. He's playing two homers already this year, a triple on uh, Tuesday. So he's been quite productive. He is 31 on DK, 27 on FanDuel for another value in that Boston lineup to play with. But, uh, yeah, lots to like. Lefty on the mound and Smiley. So you got your – you know, it, it ups the, the love for Hernandez, uh, Dahlback, some of those guys that you just want to see the home run ball. Really, really has some fun in those ones. But uh, and the Braves, very live, as you said. So three straight games, three straight totals of nine and a half or higher. Going to be fun. It's almost like to see which ones are the lower owned ones and, and attack type situation because should be offense early and often. We might get a slower pace in this one. We have the Colorado Rockies at the New York Mets. Yes, and Vegas agrees. Herman Marquez versus Marcus Stroman, two very, very good pitchers. And the over-under is six and a half. Marquez is 67 on DK, 88 on Fandle. Stroman, 92 on DK, 85 on Fandle. Give me all the Herman Marquez in this one. Yeah, man. Uh, and Stroman for that. Uh, He's very good, too. too. Yes. Yeah. And and just you know my notes for both of them say the exact same thing. Two of the last three have been quality starts. Love him here. So this is a game that is... The opposite of the other ones, these are very polar here. You know, uh, it, it's polar opposites. This game, I want Marquez, I want Stroman, but Marquez is cheaper. So give me him. Well, he's cheaper on DK, 67 to uh, 92, but he's actually more expensive on oh, FanDuel, 88 to 85, which is a little surprising. But uh, yeah, I, I'm all about Marquez here. There's a little PVB data. Uh, VR against Marquez is uh, four for 10 with two doubles, uh, two for five for Blackman against uh, Stroman uh, and three for nine with a double for Trevor Story. But neither side uh, of, of this has been hitting very well. And like you said, the over is six and a half. So uh, I'm absolutely all over Stroman here with you and Marquez. Yeah, both are very solid. I like Marquez quite a bit. He has more strikeout upside than Stroman in this one. $6,700 on DK is criminal. So I will definitely have a lot of Marquez at that price point. I think I think a lot of people will have a lot of Marquez at that price point. On Fanduel, though, they're both much more intriguing. I think I still lean Marquez over Stroman, but can't argue attacking the road rocky. Stroman's in very, very good. Just need to get those strikeouts up a little bit more, my friend. And we'll really, really enjoy things. I have a lot of lot of Stroman in season long. I was a big pound of the drum Stroman guy. So keep it going there, buddy. Uh, Kansas City Royals, Tampa Bay Rays, Mike Miner, Tyler Glass now over under of seven in this one. The Razor. Big boy favorites in this one. Miners eighty three hundred on DK seventy two on Fanduel. Glass now ten five on DK ten seven on Fanduel. 
I uh, I like last on tonight. I think I'm just gonna keep it that simple. I like last on tonight. Yeah, I mean Toronto ate him up a little bit, uh, but this is, even. I'll let this, that slide. Yeah, this is against Casey. So, yep. uh, I, and I like Mike Miner, but uh, not against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is hitting too well right now. Uh, pretty much no PVB data in this game, so I'm just gonna stack Tampa Bay. Right, Rosarena, Wendell, Choi, Low, Margot, Phillips, Zunino, and Meadows have all been hitting over the last week. You know, find a way to get some Tampa Bay in your lineup, wherever it is. Yeah, and you can still go back to Taylor Walls of uh, Tampa Bay's 22 on DK. And when you look at uh, FanDuel, where is he at on FanDuel? He's not at second. He's at shortstop only on FanDuel's 2100. So keep that in mind. The one thing I will mention is I'm not going to play him on Wednesday, but Alberto Mondesi is back. So if you're feeling frisky, he's back. And you can run on glass He's cheap. Yeah, he's 3K on FanDuel, on DK, as I pull that up right now. He is only $2,400. Now, even though I like Glassnow a lot, if you're not playing Glassnow, a $2,400 Mondesi yeah. is very enticing. Very enticing. Can't steal first, but I love him still. He I'm went two for four. He went two for four, two doubles on, on his debut. So now he's against Big Big Dick Mountain, who threw pretty darn good. So keep that keep that in mind. That's a very good price tag on DK. He's so streaky. It's either it's all or yeah. nothing. With uh, with him all the time, so happy to hear that. Yeah, Cleveland at Detroit on this one. This should be a, just a barn burner. No total on this one. Cal Contrell is making the spot start for Cleveland. He's fifty five hundred on DK. Not available on Fanduel right now. Against Jose Urania, he's fifty seven on DK. Six thousand on Fanduel. And honestly, Urania has been serviceable of late. Not a big strikeout guy, but serviceable. And he's got Cleveland, who likes to get no hit from time to time. So <laughs> nothing would nothing would surprise me more than than Urania getting the no hitter. That'd just be so twenty twenty one baseball. Not saying yeah. that's going to happen, but he's serviceable. Oh my God, yeah, that would be incredible. Uh, not a bad matchup, like you said. He has already faced Cleveland once this year, but it was on April eleventh in his second start. Four and two thirds, two earned, uh, five strikeouts, but four walks. So, but that was before he went on his little run. His last two games have been a little rough, though. So I think I'm just going to, you know, Urania is fine if you want a contrarian or tournament play or something, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, I would stick with bats in this game, and there's not a lot to pick through. So this is one, you know, uh, that we could have probably skipped if we wanted. But Cesar Hernandez, I mean, has been around forever. So Hernandez, 10 for 36 with a triple and three homers against him, hitting 278. Ahmed Rosario against him is six for 15. Uh, so 400 with two doubles and then you know ramirez has been hitting he didn't hit a homer last night but he's been hitting rosario's picking it back up bowers has been hitting and then on the detroit side i mean i guess maybe castro badu uh cabrera if if you want someone from them i i probably won't have too much from this game at all though yeah overall i'll pass like you can attack both these pitchers but i don't see it being worth my while at this point in time to get too excited the hitting conditions are favorable in Detroit, but the offenses aren't hitting favorable. So you go figure that one out for yourself. San Diego at the Milwaukee Brewers. No total on this one. Chris Paddock, 77 on DK, 75 on Fandle. Adrian Hauser, not on DK, 6,400 on Fandle is quite intriguing because usually it's the other way around. Not on Fandle, but he's on DK. Um, DK has Josh Lindblom. So, well, he pitched tonight, so oh, there it, won't, An- it won't be that him. Question. There you go. Should be Adrian Hauser then, which Bodes very well for San Diego, Bogman. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, if you want anything here, I kind of like Paddock though. I know you're not a Paddock I can't guy. Do it. I can't do a, it. His first quality start last time out, and uh, I like him here. Um, I don't remember. Seattle. 
Seattle. Was it Seattle? Okay, yep. well, this is Milwaukee. You know, <laughs> it, it, look, I said that again. I said that for Snell, though, right? And Snell let yep. me down. So I, I will put that caveat in there. But uh, I think San Diego is going to be scoring him some runs as well. So I kind of like him here to get a W. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., Cronenworth, Profar, and Fam have been hitting for San Diego. I mean, in, in Milwaukee, it's only been Wong and Urias. So uh, if you want to take a, a bat on their side, you know, God bless you. I, I ain't going to be doing it. So uh, I'll, I'll stick with some Padres bats. Yeah, I love the Padres tonight. Rate Cronenworth is super expensive, but worth it hitting third right now for the Padres. Tatis is raking, but I want to bring up Tommy Pham, who's been hitting second a lot. He has put up 11, 16, 10, 10, and 26. That's double-digit points in five straight games. He is uh, he, stealing What's bases. What's stabbing? He's fine. Yeah. He's stealing bases. He's scoring runs. He's hitting extra base hits. They six bases or something crazy tonight, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they they ran all over Corbin Burns, which is something that can be done, something to think about in the future. And the Padres have stolen, I think, 56 bases at a team, 21 more than the second-place team, the Royals. Woo, They're man. running wild in San Diego. So, yeah, let's yeah, go, Jace. That is a Have fantasy thing. So, think about it. But, uh, yeah, I, I do like the Padres tonight. Like, I don't mind fading Paddock. I think there's other spots I like tonight. So, it's not like a must for me. But I do like the idea of a, of a Padre stack for sure. That's uh, pretty darn tasty on this one. Let's go to Houston, where the Dodgers took the D Astros to Pound Town on <laughs> Tuesday night. Now we get Trevor Bauer versus Luis Garcia. Now, I don't know about you, Bogman, but I don't know what could be entertaining in this game. You know, Trevor Bauer pitching against the Astros in Houston. Don't know what. I mean, it, let, let me ask you this, though. Is there any worry about maybe a fight happening early in this game? You know what I mean? Can one hope? Um, but yeah, I mean, no. Yeah, of course we hope, but you're you're right. I, I see that. I, I think for that reason, I'm going to say, I mean, I think no he Bauer. is anyway. But well, no, I'm just saying if you're gonna if you're choosing between Bauer and Glass now, oh, gotcha. I'm gonna I'm just gonna lean on Glass now because he doesn't have the potential for any weirdness in this game. Yeah, he's ten two on DK, so it's very intriguing price tag. But I can see what you're saying there, that's for sure. What about Garcia at nine thousand on DK seventy seven on Fanduel? Yeah, pass against the Dodgers. No thanks. Yeah, so you're you liking some bats here? It sounds like. Yeah, it's Bauer for me. Uh, but if you want to go with bats, I mean, Muncie, Lux, Will Smith, Mookie. I know he has the shoulder thing, but I think he had two doubles tonight. Like he, he's fine. Uh, you know, if you're not starting Bauer or you think he's going to get run early, uh, Correa, Bregman, Tucker have been hot. There's also some PVB data against him for these Astros, but who knows how many, you know, trash cans were used in that, of course, as I, my same joke I always say, but uh, Altuve 7 for 23, so hitting 304, 4 for 14 for Yuli with a bomb, so that's a 286 average. So, uh, I mean, it, it's bats for me in this game. I probably won't use Bauer or Garcia. And what's great about Bauer is he wasn't even on the Dodgers when this happened. So yeah, he, yeah, but but he's he's oh, gone after the oh he's full heel the, he's the ready. Astros yeah, oh, yeah for a while he's gone after the Astros and he's embraced like just hearing the booze in San Francisco and playing to the crowd there he's gonna hear more booze he's ever heard in his life probably yeah on, yeah he is. so it's gonna be an electric factory to say the least it's gonna feel like WrestleMania it's, <laughs> it's Houston so I'm I'm looking forward to it. like if if MLB Network or ESPN had any brain and then maybe they did it should be on TV. Um, yeah. but we'll, we'll see. Um, final game of the night, San Francisco Giants, Arizona Diamondbacks, Johnny Cueto versus Merrill Kelly, over-under of nine in this game. We have uh, Cueto at 7,500 on DK, 73 on FanDuel, Kelly 7,068. I'm not going to go to Cueto 
Uh, I, I can see an argument for it, but I'm not going there. I agree now with what you said on Kelly, but I can't fade this Giants offense. Yeah, I mean, uh, I actually kind of like Cueto. Uh, D-backs put up zero runs today. They, they have nine are, hits, though. They had chances. They definitely had chances and blew it. But yeah. uh, um, but he's he's kind of like uh, he's a landmine, too. You know what I mean? So uh, he could blow up at any point. Kelly, two quality starts in a row. He might be a sneaky play here, but like you said, the Giants offense is hot. So it's bats. You know, it's Eduardo Escobar, who's three for nine with a bomb against Cueto. Reddick is two for five against him, and he's been in the lineup. Uh, Posey, four for nine against Kelly with two doubles. Three for eight for Brandon Crawford with a double. Rojas, Peralta, Dickerson, and Longoria. These guys have all been hot. They've all been hitting. So uh, it's more bats than uh, pitching in this game. There's not a ton of pitching to pick through on this slate. It's like Bauer, Paddock, I guess maybe Urania, Glass now, Marquez, and Stroman. Those are the options. Everybody else for me is kind of off the table. Yeah, it's pretty much like if I could narrow it down, I want like Glass now, maybe some Stroman, and like Herman Marquez. Like if I had to narrow it down, give me those three guys, and I'm just going to play with bats. Like, obviously, obviously you're going to sprinkle in a few more guys, like you said, because if you're making more lineups, but if you're kind of narrowing down your player pool, That'd be my main targets right now. It's glass now and then target the Colorado New York Mets game. And, and I mainly play DraftKings only. We talk about both, obviously, on this on this show. But that Marquez price is just dumb. Like that's just inappropriate, is the way I see it. <laughs> it was kind of how I felt about glass now. It was how I felt about glass now on Tuesday. It's my running joke I have a lot when I do shows like this when we talk about the slate beforehand. And I go, Oh, it looks like DraftKings was drunk again. This is fun. <laughs> they they totally screwed it up. So We'll see what happens there. What stacks do you like tonight? Because there is a lot of offense to like. Yeah, man, I think San Diego against uh, Hauser is a pretty good stack if you want to go that way. Tampa Bay is hitting, uh, and I like minor, but they're just hitting. So uh, they're a good stack. I think either side of Boston, Atlanta. I think uh, the Yankees potentially against uh, the rookie in his first start in Manoa and uh, Cincinnati against Ross. I like yeah. I like uh, I kind of like Washington against Hoffman too. I'll say those first three games: Cincinnati, Washington, Toronto, New York, Atlanta, Boston. There's a lot to like there. If I have to narrow it down, I guess I go Boston because I always fade Drew Smiley, and um, I think Toronto be, be contrarian against Herman. But you can have any of those six. I really not going to tell you no in those ones. And then I like San Diego as you mentioned a lot, and the Giants Arizona game. I, I like the Giants more than Arizona, but I think Arizona is very live. The, the, the roof the roof should be open again on Wednesday. That ball should be flying. If Cueto suffers at all, we know what can happen there. So that becomes very, very intriguing to me. And what else is intriguing to me, Bobby, besides downloading the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store and following LineStar on Twitter at LineStar App and LineStar MLB is when you follow those those Twitter handles, they will tweet out the home run calls of the day where Bogman, Ryan Humphreys, and myself make a home run call of the day. And if you retweet those tweets, you are entered into a chance to win some free swag. If there's three people drawn, you're one of them. Home run hits, you win. Simple as that. Not asking for much. So, Bogman, on this Wednesday, May 26th, who is your home run call of the day? Give me Nick Castellanos against Joe Ross. Uh, swinging it pretty well, and uh, he has a homer in his career off of him already, so he sees him pretty well. So, give me Casty. I like that one quite a bit. Uh, I was going to take one from that game, but I am pivoting to Boston to keep my Drew Smiley love in line. <laughs> and JD just dongs Martinez is going to take Drew Smiley over the green monster on Wednesday. So we're going to go strong there. Um, you have Castellanos, who I'm always a big fan of. I have JD Martinez. We'll wait and see 
who Ryan Humphreys has. But it's going to be a fun nine-game slate. We had all the pitching in the world on Tuesday. We have all the offense of the world on Wednesday. It'll be fun to see how things shake out and all that mess. But again, make sure you follow Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I am at BD Entry. and follow all the Line Star guys. Get the goods there. But we will be back with you guys on Thursday. Good luck, everybody. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.